0: If you enjoy Declare It with RBZ. rate and review the podcast. You can do so on iTunes, Google Play, and also KhadijahRBZ.com. Send us an email. Give us feedback. That's how this podcast grows. That's how we know what you like. That's how we know what you don't like. So take a moment. Share your feedback, share your thoughts with us about the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Greetings! Thank you so much for pulling your seat up and joining me for another episode of Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. I am so thankful you decided once again to join me. It is always a pleasure to sit down with you guys and just share, share from my heart. And as I have promised, it is not only my voice that you are going to hear today, but men have a voice too, and we are continuing on with that. And today, I have a great individual who is going to share with us today. And I'd like to take a moment to introduce you to Justin Smith.
1: Hey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you saying yes.
1: No, absolutely. Thanks for
0: having me. Absolutely. So, I don't delay. I just get right yeah. to it. Who good. is Justin Smith?
1: Oh goodness, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, first of all, I mean, I just as a, a fan of uh, the the BZ family, you know, I, I'm just honored to be here and just participate, <laughs> you know, uh, and, be, and be here. But but I am uh, one. I, I guess I'm a, a father and. Oh, and and a child of God first, actually, actually, and then second, uh, a father, a husband. Uh, my my professional role um, is the managing director of a charter school in Sanford, North Carolina, um, where I was part of the process of of actually starting the school, basically from scratch. I remember I tell people all the time. I remember writing down the name of the school on a piece of paper in my office and saying, you know, (laughs) this is what the school is going to be. And that's all I had. And from there, we kind of developed the program, developed, you know, some ideas behind the school. And now it's a tangible, real thing that's happening. We're in our first year of operation. Uh, So a lot of different things. uh, But that's, you know, from in a nutshell, who I am uh, as an individual and how I got here with you.
0: So that's huge, though. You founded a school?
1: That's correct, yeah, yeah, so I mean that's kind of I don't know you know our relationship coming from a, a previous charter school yeah. where, where that's where we, we knew each other from, right um, and, and having that experience, I actually went there with that idea of one day I wanted to uh, write a charter for a charter school in North Carolina and go through the process to start it all together so basically what happened was I used my time at, at that other charter school in Durham. Uh-huh. Um, and I learned as much as I could, and asked as many questions as I could, and got as much context <laughs> as I possibly could, and used it up as much as I, those seven years that I was there um, to to prepare myself for what my ultimate goal, which was to start a charter school, specifically in my hometown of Sanford, North Carolina.
0: So I want to pause right there, sure, because you just you just said a whole lot. <laughs> you yeah. said that you went somewhere else, right. You you knew what you wanted but you went somewhere else. You made connections. You mm-hmm. learned all you could. You asked questions. You used your resources right. so that you could achieve what you wanted to
1: achieve. And Absolutely. here
0: you are living <laughs> yes, living it out. <laughs> that is huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I think when I when I think about it it, it is I mean, I th- I'm, you know, a person of faith too, and I and I know I don't believe in coincidences. Absolutely. Don't believe in you know things just happening by chance. I mean, I, I think God sets you up for things, you know, and puts you in position. Is and it's your responsibility to uh take advantage of those opportunities and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and to I don't know how religious you want me to, be. <laughs> I can be or whatever. Be you. But, be you. I mean, yeah, good. <laughs> All right. Good. So. Uh, I don't want to get spooky deep or anything like that, but um, but the, but really that's what it was. I mean, I felt like God had a calling on my life as far as um, t- doing this, mm-hmm. um, and he spoke it to me, I, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, it's, I know that sounds kind of spooky and weird, but no, it, I, it's, I feel it like it was. Legit. it sounds legit. Thank you. All right, it's about, but it, but it, it was spoken to me, and he spoke it to me, and it was very clear um, what 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 anyone do would do, and and I actually went to Central uh, to get my master's in administration. Okay. Um, and then in that process, it was just lined me up with certain people, mm-hmm. you know, it put they got, it got in front of me, and then I had my connection. Uh, with I just happened to email the director at the time of of the the charter school in Durham. Wow. And, and I was like, hey, I I, I just want to come there. I'll, I will basically because I, I did my internship there. I worked there for basically free the first year okay and, and then took a significant pay cut as well and once i started working there full-time but in the back of my mind i'm like you know there's some things that are that are more valuable than than you know money mm-hmm. so this experience these connections and from that uh my, you know i i built a, a big a great relationship with Corey drum which you know yeah um who's probably one of my best friends now oh. um and and through that relationship we he taught me so much about you know the business, a uh, part of charter schools, and then I was able to go to the middle school, which you remember. Yes. <laughs> and I, I got with with Gwen, with Gwen Johnson there, and then and then her, she taught me a lot about being an administrator and just being a professional in that sense, and just both those individuals being put in my life where when they were put in my life was not uh, was on purpose. It was right. it wasn't a coincidence, and and yeah, and that's kind of how. I got, I took everything I could from them and then it got to a point basically where, you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't do anymore and, right. and, 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 certain doors were shut for me, mm-hmm. um, on purpose. I think, I think yeah. it was, it was because, uh, you know, I, that was not what was for me there. I, I had to do something else. And, and, and so we, we went for it and it was a leap of faith because, you know, you could fail <laughs> and, and it's not a guarantee doing mm-hmm. something that big and, um, and, and we were we were fortunate enough to to make it happen and, wow. and we're going in and now yeah
0: that's amazing and leaps of faith are definitely a scary thing but Absolutely. i know from experience mm-hmm. it's it's hard to jump it's hard to leap but once you do and the adrenaline is pumping and yeah. you land and you're like mm-hmm. oh wow yeah <laughs>
1: this,
0: this isn't it, it's not as bad as i thought right you know, it, yeah. it you you recognize that it was a challenge, but it wasn't as bad as you sure. thought. that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and I and just to back, piggyback on that, I, you know, people ask me all the time, what what, what made you want to do that? Why do you think that you could do that? And I, I really don't you know have an answer for them. That's not spiritual, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is. It is that it's like you know, I, I just believed in myself, and I believed in what you know God had said to, has said to me and spoken to me, and and that's all I needed. You know you know, one of my favorite scriptures is, is God, if God is for us, who can be against this? So Absolutely. like, I, who who can, who can stop me if this is what God's will is for my life. So um, I kind of just, just, and that's kind of, I just went for it. Like, because I, you know, I wasn't a principal prior. I didn't have, you know, experience running a school prior to, to doing this. Um, and I didn't even know if anybody would be, would want to come to the school once we set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was obstacles. I mean, there were times where we had meetings where, Three people showed up, and I was like, is this going to happen? Um, but, you know, it, eventually we met the right all, – all I needed was three. was what it was. What right. ended up happening was the three people who were there went back and talked to, to 10, 12 other moms, and mm-hmm. then they talked to 10, 12 other moms, and then it just blew up to right. where we have a wait list of 150 kids and six. Wow. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I mean <laughs> – so I mean that's really what it's about, in that, that leap, you know, we, we landed, but it's, it's it surely is a, a huge leap that you have to take. But you gotta trust that, you know, who's with you. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, who is with you? <laughs> yeah. In yeah. in, see you, you, this whole I, I I've not heard this this story or right. yeah, th- what you've gone through since we were at the right. charter school in Durham, and so yeah. this is so huge. Um, my, my question to you is with the school. Okay. Share the name of the school.
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's called ascend, ascend leadership Academy. Okay. Um, and it's in Lee County. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're doing sixth and seventh grade right now.
0: Okay. Have you all, you said that you've known that you wanted to have a school. Right. So have you always had the desire to, um, help young people? Has that been something that was yeah. just innately part of who you are?
1: Right, yeah, I, I think I think so. Definitely, I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, okay. uh you know when I, I I talked to students during our Black History Month program at school this year about kind of what my story was and kind of how I got here. Uh, but when I was in high school, I was a I was in student government, and we had a class where we a leadership class where we got to shadow somebody, a leader in the community. And I I got I got to shadow the um, the superintendent of Lee County Schools at that time, who happened oh. to be an African American man. Went to the same church I went to. I knew him. um, And I just remember seeing him walk into a room of people who didn't look like him and just commanding the room Mm. and them, like, hanging on every word that he said. And I was like, you know, (laughs) I want to do that one day. And it's not really necessarily a racial thing, but it kind of was because in a small town in North Carolina, um, a black man being able to have the respect and the, the ear of uh of people of all races right uh, especially in a small rural town like sanford mm-hmm. uh, was was it was intriguing to me i was like man I, I, that that's what i wanted to do so from that point i was like i want to be a superintendent or, or administrator or something like that and yeah and it kind of in my family i have educators my mom was a teacher okay. um i have aunts and aunts that were teachers aunts that were administrators um so yeah it kind of it kind of was and i always liked school i always liked uh learning new things, um, and then, and then sp- specifically with young people now, it, it, you know, I think uh, that the achievement gap, or what I call it the opportunity gap, is a real thing, and I think that students and ch- young people just in general p- respond to people who look like them. I mean, that's not the only factor, but I think it is a big factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so often you don't see people who, if you don't look, see the people that look like you in any field, I think, I, w- I would imagine um, you're probably going to have less confidence or be not be as successful, right. uh, be, just because it's in the back of your mind. So, I always wanted to be that role model. I always wanted to be someone who would would help, uh, you know, close the achievement gap and, and work with minority students and but and all students, yeah, uh, and speak life into them rather than you know uh, negative things. So so yeah.
0: So then when you meet a student that mm-hmm. um, brings a bit of a challenge to the table, how do you right. handle that?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, all. Ki- my, my thing is all kids are, are definitely different than you have in your own children. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you understand that with, with your own three. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So they're all different and they're all, um, have their own baggage or their own things that they come to you with. Right. Um, so I think the first thing I try to do and I tell my teachers to do is build a relationship with that or try to build a relationship with every student, try to find one way to connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, that sounds simplistic and, and I think sometimes teachers forget that, mm-hmm. but kids, especially in middle school age where they're all changing in their body and there's, it, it, they just want someone to take interest in them they want someone to recognize them or for them to be seen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so uh for you know build a relationship find one way to connect with them um and then go from there because if a kid knows that you care about them if a kid knows that you're not just there for a paycheck you're not just there because your job requires it then you know you'll be a lot more successful with them academically you know discipline wise and so on and so forth. So I think, yeah, that's the main core of, of my philosophy is trying to just take a real interest in students, talk to them, you know, and, and get to know them. Um, and hopefully, you know, from there, you can get to, to, to achieve some of the objectives that you have uh, when when you're working with them.
0: So something that really stood out to my husband and I, mm-hmm. um, when you and I, I want to just say, um, Mr. Drawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the the two of you were. I, I used to call you all the dynamic duo because right. together it seemed like the school was not a school. It was really. A family, a home mm-hmm. away from home for the students. The fact that um, Mr. Drone would stand outside each and every, mm-hmm. morning, yep, every morning and yeah. say hello and wave to each student, say their name. The fact that right. you would be out there some days in the rain with your oh, umbrella, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's like no, you all didn't just talk about it, but mm-hmm. you all were really making or facilitating an environment right that fostered care sure and I'm sure that that wasn't the norm for a lot of students I know for my Mm -hmm. kids um you know some of the schools that they had the opportunity to go to even though it may have been a charter school it was definitely not the one that you all were at right so I I appreciate that and what how do you even know how to build like that
1: yeah, I mean, I, and it was new for me, too, if I'm being honest with you. I okay. think, you know, his 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 vision for the school, I definitely, we were definitely on the same page. It was my philosophy just in general for, for teaching, but not, I had never experienced anything on a school level like that either because I came from a, a huge school with 2,000 students where that's just not something that you do. You just get them in and get them out. Right. right. <laughs> but in, in my own classroom... You know, I was able. To, the kids once they came in my classroom, I'm like, "Yo, you, you're my kid. I know you. I build relationships in that way." So coming there, and I'm and I was like, "Man, this is exactly what I want to do." But but I think I think you're right. I mean, it is that community. It is that that family is what we, what we were trying to create, and, and hopefully that legacy is still there, um, where we and, and that's what I've tried. What i have taken with myself to ascend is is I know every student's name. I know I know a lot of the families. I know the lot the parents, and I can connect them. Um and and I think it because so often school is an adversary relationship between mm-hmm. parents. Parents are here and and faculty members are here right. where we try to merge the two and be, make them allies. So okay. parents and teachers and faculty members are allies with the same objective of doing what's best for the child. Right. Um. So that's kind of what what the philosophy is. Being a small school, we can do that. Um, and being in charter schools, that's, that's what we, we, we sell essentially to families is, is community, uh, family. And even though some schools sell that, that, that yeah, you're right. They, they we have to like, you know, show that yeah. from the top down. Um, but I, I mean, that's truly, but none of that was, none of all of that was sincere. I mean, I think all of it was, was generally who we are as people too. And, and that, and that's a factor as well. Uh, because you could, you could sell, I mean, you could fake things like that, but people can tell if you're sincere or not. That, um, that's and, and true hopefully people picked up on that that we were and that and that's really how we felt like school should be done
0: and you could tell the difference um because the high school <laughs> was you know one not way not and the other right. schools were another absolutely. way absolutely and you could you could feel the difference the interactions with the, the faculty mm-hmm. um was completely and totally different the teachers even so you could you could tell um one of the thing you know how the oil flows from the right. head down mm-hmm. yep <laughs> so i mean whatever that um personality is whatever that that mindset is it is definitely going to trickle down and sure. uh the way that the administration um, Fostered such a positive environment there did trickle down to the teachers. So our interaction as parents was a good one. And so, I mean, I appreciate you guys. I was really, I honestly, when we started our um, time there, it was such a beautiful thing yeah. to yeah. see the two of you all there. My kids yeah. still talk about you all. So yeah. no, <laughs> you made lasting impressions.
1: Yeah, it was a good time. And yeah, mm-hmm. no, I appreciate those years. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: For sure. So it's for good. Ascend Leadership Academy. Right. Right now, you said that you are you all are enrolling sixth and seventh graders. Is that
1: right? This, so this school year, uh, the the eighteen nineteen school year, we only had sixth and seventh graders. And then for the nineteen twenty school year, which is in August, we'll have sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. Okay. Um, and yeah, we've already you know pretty much enrolled. We're still taking applications for ninth grade. Okay. But sixth, seventh, and eighth are are, are over enrolled. Actually, in the ninth grade, we we're still looking to fill some spots um but yeah i mean it's it's an exciting time it's a, it's a lot of it's a little hectic uh mm-hmm. because you know at the previous charter school we were more established uh at least when we were growing the high school at least mm-hmm. um at least we had you know the middle and the elementary there already and already going um and then uh trying to build something on top of that but now it's just trying to build <laughs> from the ground up right it's really really an interesting thing and it's really a different experience altogether than going somewhere and just taking over a school. Uh, we get the opportunity to build culture that you're talking Basically what you're talking about is school culture. Yeah. And, and which is, it, I think sometimes it's forgotten about in, in, in the whole school. You want to talk about EOG scores, which are, I guess, important. And you want to talk about, you know, the subject areas, but what about kids feeling safe? What about yes. kids feeling like they're respected empowered feel like they're a part of something you know all that other things all the other things that I mentioned previously will come yeah if you if you build a culture and climate where kids want to be there you absolutely know, you're not fighting that battle so so yeah that's we've done a good job of building that this year from the ground up um, and then we're going to do an even better job of of academic, you know, with academics, academic rigor, and so on and so forth.
0: So, Love it. Do yeah. you plan to expand with um, Ascend and go to the high school level, or will yeah. it just be? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so we'll be a six twelve school. Oh, um, yeah, you know, a six twelve. Yeah, so six in in Lee County. Um, so yeah, eventually, in five, in our, that's our five year plan. Okay, so in five years will be. I don't know what year that is, but 2023 or something like that will be a 6 through 12 school.
0: That's awesome. It is. It is. So awesome. So, Justin, what Mm -hmm. are you declaring in 2019?
1: Oh, goodness. I like it. Uh, (laughs) You know, I mean, I think that, you know, one thing that I always declare in my life is that, that God's will will be done. Um, and you know, I'm getting spiritual, but I think, but that, that has so many different, you know, aspects to it, but I'm definitely declaring that I'm declaring that God's will will be done. And part of that will be, you know, the professionally, um, the, the school will continue to grow, we'll meet our objectives, meet our goals, we'll continue to serve kids of all, uh, backgrounds and abilities, even mar- students who are usually marginalized are really the ones I like to focus on okay. uh, because I feel like we're the one you, they need us the most. Right. Um, and I, I mean, I, there's so many, you know, success stories that I can talk to you about that that we've had at our school where, where students that were from alternative schools, students who were in fights and suspended uh, came to our school this year and just assimilated to our culture as what I call it. Like we, we kind of forced them into, you know, uh, our culture—they right. they tried at the beginning to, to buck, but <laughs> we just overwhelmed them with you know relationships and love and caring and like you're going to do this. Yeah. Um, so I'm declaring that those students will continue to grow and develop. That you know e- you know even more students who who need us and need to to interact with the the love and the relationships that we that we offer that they'll continue to grow. Um, you know personally, I just always declaring that my children will grow and to develop to be the men that God has called them to be as well. Um, I know as, well, I need to come to some parenting <laughs> classes from you <laughs> uh, and Rich there, but um, because, you know, these boys over here, they're growing, they're, they're getting older. I have a, about to be 10 year old and a seven year old oh uh, that are just every day is something new, Yeah, uh, you know, but uh, they're really good boys. And I'm just declaring that they'll continue to grow and develop and know God and, and know what he's called them to do and and, and have a purpose for their lives. Um, Absolutely, and then same of my marriage and, you know, continue to be, to, to declare that, you know, the things that try to drive a marriage apart will, will not happen, that, that right. the enemy won't, won't have any control over that. Um, and that will be, that our marriage can be a light for others and that Absolutely. we can, we can, we can bless other people by the way that we love one another is what I'm declaring. And then, you know, uh, uh, what else? I, I got a lot of things that I can declare. <laughs> well, speak it, believe it, receive that, it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that, that. You know, that's the name of it, too, because I like to, you know, because I know you talked about speaking those things that be not as though they were. It's yes. like one of my favorite um, uh, scriptures and, and, and things to, to stand on is that you have the, the power of your words and the power of your tongue. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Yep. It's like what you speak is, is what, you know, what you put on the atmosphere is, is what you're going to get. Um, so you got to plant seeds that. Whatever you sow, you're gonna reap, right? So yes. you gotta put seeds in the ground that that come forth, come back, and, and you can harvest um, positive things rather than negative things that you put out there. So financially, just debt free, yes. all that. We're almost yes. there. We got student loans, um, and getting, well, I don't, but my wife does. She okay. went to Duke, so and hold every issue, but you know, d- debt free in that, and financially, um, and then just just peace and just stress free, and and just that That piece that surpasses all understanding in my life is is really just what I want as well just not no no stress right don't need any medication or anything like that to uh-huh. to to you know get get rid of things, but just being able to do it. You know, without those things and prayer and so yes. on and so forth. Not that there's anything wrong with medication, but just, you know what I mean. Yeah, I
0: got you. Speak, believe, <laughs> and receive it. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And I love it. Those are some phenomenal declarations. And I believe that they're declarations that, you know, people want or have or, you know, even sure. declare over their own families and their own lives. So thank you for sharing that because, thank you. you know, sometimes people don't, unfortunately, Sometimes people don't want to share those things out loud,
1: not with other people
0: for whatever, you know, reason. And you know, why
1: not?
0: Right. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: what you want, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to say it, you got to ask, right? (laughs) That is
0: so key. And that's why I am thankful for this platform because it does allow people to come in here and to this space and share to, to declare and to let other people see and hear that anything is possible to those who believe. And you believed in this, um, vision, this thought, Mm -hmm. this, this gift that God placed in you Mm -hmm. and you did what it took to see it come to fruition. And now you are just watching this baby grow
1: sure yeah and that is awesome yeah we're not done we're not done i think there's more you know so yeah. we gotta keep listening and, and what what's next you know and uh hopefully you know we'll continue to grow and, and maybe there's another one down in the future or maybe there's something else that is another place where i need to go but uh it's just continuing to listen and, and praying and, and seeing what god has for me and what he wants me to do and where he wants me to go and, and we'll do it absolutely can't lose
0: that's right. You can't lose.
1: Yes,
0: <laughs> you yes. are a winner. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. I sure. love it. I appreciate you, Justin, for uh, um, sharing this time with me and sharing your story, telling us yeah. about your school. If someone yeah. wants to get in touch with you, if they want more information, how can they get it?
1: Oh, goodness. Uh, well, our website for the school is uh, www.sinleadershipacademy.org. Um, and my email address, uh, I can just give you the school email address, is, is smith at alaschoolsnc.org. Um, and then definitely go on Facebook. Um, and, and we have a, I think we have, a, well, I'm sure, sure we have an Instagram and Twitter <laughs> and all that. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, you know I, let the, I let the young people do that. I mean, gotcha. I'm not old, but I'm not big on the social media either. Um but yeah, definitely do that and, and, and check the school out and just continue to, to support um, you know, what we're trying to do and the vision that we're trying to do to, to have an impact on students in, in the Sanford Lee County area.
0: And we will definitely um, walk in agreement with you and continue to pray and speak well over um, the academy, the Leadership Academy. Yes. And <laughs> if you are listening and you want to uh, want to connect, you want to contribute, you want to help in some way, shape, form or fashion. Be sure to reach out to Justin. He is yes. out here doing great things. Yes. Do um, and touching lives, which is huge because the lives that you're you're touching now are going to be the ones that go out into the world. And right. so how they are impacted now will greatly um, affect how they impact others in the future. So thank you.
1: Oh, Thank absolutely. you.
0: So with that being said, you guys continue to speak it, believe it, receive it. This has been another episode of Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. I appreciate you. Yeah, I get it. I understand. We're busy. Life is overwhelming. We have a lot going on. It's loud. But that's all the more reason why you need to take time for yourself to sit to breathe and to just be still so a part of the services that khadijah rbz offers is meditation and breathwork guidance sometimes when people just think about meditating they get overwhelmed because they don't know where to start well let me guide you through the process go to khadijahrbz.com and book a meditation session. You deserve it. You deserve the investment, and you deserve the 30 minutes of peace and tranquility that this session will offer you. So go ahead, head over to dot com and book your meditation session. I promise you,
1: it'll be worth it.